Lidita, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell, most fun you can have. Uh, today, uh, congratulations, everybody here is not impeached. Uh, we've got uh, some people. Not yet. Not yet. But we've got people from the community coming by. We've got plenty of time. Get started. We've got plenty of people from the community coming by, showing off their 3D printing, their laser cut pieces, their soldering, their coding, their uh, machine learning projects. We're going to kick it off with Sean, and then we'll see what's up in the community. Uh, we'll be here till 7.55, and then we're going to go on to sh uh, Ask Engineer at 8 p.m. So let's start sure. off with Sean. Sean's coming in for DigiKey. Sean, what do you have cooking this week? I, I defer to the gentleman from – I actually know where you're You're in Tennessee. Where are you at? I'm in I'm in Louisiana right now. Louisiana. Like, you know, down south, you know, the southern yeah. states somewhere. My maker constituent, you now have the floor. That's right. Oh, why, thank Three you, minutes for the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> so I do not have a machine learning demo this time. Surprise, surprise. I made Blinky, and as absolutely silly as this may seem, what I'm doing is running free RTOS. And you all probably know that this thing, the ESP32, runs free RTOS out of the box. And in yeah. fact, it's a modified version of free RTOS known as ESP. IF. I think I'm getting that one right. So this is just, you know, the basic yeah. feather I've got going on here. And let me share my screen. What I am working on. Yes, share that screen. Not Winamp. What I'm working on is a series of tutorials for DigiKey. It includes all of the concepts or hopefully most of the concepts about how to get started using an RTOS. And this is everything from like, hey, how do you run multiple threads? Because if you've just done Arduino, if you've just done basic embedded code, you're probably used to the super loop, right? It's set up, then loop. And if you're using you know, main, that's gonna be while forever in a loop. So what I'm doing is showing people how do you run tasks or threads and like if you're used to like POSIX type stuff. Yeah. But in this Blinky, it's running Blinky in its own thread here. I'm assuming you all can see, see my screen. Yeah, yeah, it's a toggle LED and there's a VTAS yep. delay. So your first Arduino program probably looks something like this, but this is running independently or concurrently with this other while forever loop. And all this is doing is reading from the serial monitor at the same time. Um, in ESPIDF, I did this little trick where it only runs on one core, so it's not truly concurrent. I'm actually showing how an RTOS works by toggling between the tasks quickly to make it look like it's concurrent. So what's going on is it's reading from my serial terminal and looking for a number. And I'll type in, so you can see Blinky going on here. Okay, Blinking. Yep. And then, so I'm going to type in a number. It's going to say, oh, 2,000, so 2,000 milliseconds. And all that's doing is just updating a global variable concurrently and so it changes my delay here and then i'm going to change it 10. No. oh 10. i can go 10. it just looks like it's always on okay well i just want to see like do you just is it smooth is it like can you actually have that kind of resolution oh oh the the artos crashed sean you type 10 on sean and oh happens. no all right well we're going to come back to sean if he I re emerges I uh, what do you for the blinky part Oh, you're, Wait, back. you're back. You disappeared Hooray! for a bit. That was really weird. Okay. So what did we last see here? I'll go back to sharing. Well, screen. you were showing off the 10 and I was asking, is it, is it, like, can you actually do 10 millisecond resolution for a, a, a task? Ah, sorry. Yes. You can go down to, I think by default, the tick timer is one millisecond. So assume that you have one millisecond to run your task or slightly less uh, before it jumps to another task if they're running concurrently. So I would say about one millisecond is your resolution here. Okay. Um, Good recovery. I'm excited. I want to try this out because, you know, I really, I like the idea of having threads of 
execution. And I'm not a huge fan of interrupts or timers um, as a way of doing that. I like, I feel like either you're gonna have one main loop or you should just jump to an RTOS. I, I just don't like the in-between, like kind of half-assed versions. I like the real thing or skim milk. <laughs> yeah, super. And what I'm learning is super loop is perfectly acceptable for like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, but then when you need to run concurrent tasks, especially if you're doing like more advanced IoT stuff for I have to run a full Wi-Fi stack or a Bluetooth stack and that needs to respond to things that are coming in. Like you said, if you're not if you're if you can't do or don't want to do interrupts or it's not appropriate to do interrupts, having a concurrent task is perfectly acceptable for that. And that's where like your RTOS really comes into play. And ESP does this already. Like you're just using what's already there. Like if you're running even the Arduino Superloop, there is an RTOS happening. You just don't. You just don't know about it. It's hidden from you. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I should probably yield the floor here, but one second, I got to show this. So, what I—you're absolutely right. What I discovered is that in the ESP, in the ESP32 setup and loop, actually execute in their own task. Yeah. And then, so what I did is spawn two new tasks and then delete the setup and loop task. Yeah. Like I have only two. Cool. Um, but check it out. It's on DigiKeys. Okay, great. YouTube. Um, so if you want to learn more about uh, RTOSs, it'll be coming out maybe once per week, give or take. And it's just, I'm trying to get to like 10 episodes just yeah. to take people through like how to use semaphore, mutexes, memory management, and all of that, specifically in free RTOS, but talking about the overall concepts as well. All right. And the best of all, when they all come out, you can play them all at once. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you don't have to like sit there. I, whatever happened to the old, good old TV days of waiting for the next episode in the next week? I know. Picture in picture next. Picture in picture. All right. Um, thank you, Sean. Thank you so much, Sean. And thank you can come you. back and uh, keep us updated with uh, new episodes and more. And if you drop me a note, we'll post them on our blog as they come out as well. Sweet. Yeah, we'll do. Thank uh, you. Uh, All right. JP, why don't you show us what you're up to real fast? Yeah, JP's getting down here. You go. The gentleman from California. Hey. <laughs> that would so, be my last congressional joke tonight because I'm, I'm kind of tired of it. Okay. No, you know, uh, <laughs> It's um, exciting because I just found out the thing I've been doing all this time is called Superloop, and I really like that name, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, Sean, for that. Uh, I want to show uh, a brief little demo of something that I had on my JP's product pick of the show of the week show yesterday, and this is this MCP two 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 one A, which is something that allows us to use uh, USB on one end and I squared C over the Stemma QT quick cable on the other, as well as some other GPIO. Uh, and if you share the screen that I have, uh, Phil, I don't know if you're seeing that screen share. There you go. Yeah. Uh, this is some system stats of my computer that, that I'm using right here, right now. So you can see it's running around 7 8% CPU usage. I'm going to go ahead and double click uh, and launch my Photoshop so that we'll see ah. it take a hit. Look at that. It jumped up to 25.50. So it's it's thinking about some stuff as it launches. Open a PDF. Settle back down there. Uh, <laughs> It's also showing my LAN uh, IP address off of my Ethernet adapter there and some other stats. So this is cool because what this is doing is letting me use Stemma QT um, breakout boards that I have, lots of them, on my computer instead of on a microcontroller. And I think this is one of the cooler uses, which is there's no reason to have a microcontroller in the mix in this case, because I'm really trying to get data off of my computer onto a cute little OLED, which is what I have going on here. I also have plugged into here. I'm not using it at the moment, but you know, it's it's Stemma QT cables. You can just daisy chain them. So there I've got a little light sensor and I can use that and kind of keep stacking stuff onto that I squared C bus. Um, so I'm excited about this. It's the first time I've really 
done this type of uh, just writing in Python on my computer to work with reading sensors and writing out to devices. And it's kind of exciting. It's, uh, it's like my computer's a microcontroller. I know. It's cool. Blinkers <laughs> like that. All right. And JP, you had your Tuesday show, um, and then you're going to have your JP workshop show. That's right. Thursday. Yeah. Come on tomorrow. Come on by tomorrow. I've got uh, the workshop. Oh, no. Sorry. No worries. Yeah, come on by the show tomorrow. That's, the, that's the uh, uh, punishment for every time you've done it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not logged in as me, so I'm not taking over as, as much yeah, anymore yeah. when I uh, yeah. when screen. All right. All right. Well, thanks, so much. thanks so much, JP, and see you on the shows tomorrow. Bye-bye, right, JP. See you then. Next, uh, Trevor. Trevor. Trevor, what you get going on this week? Hey, hey. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so this week we've added eight more tarot cards to the Airfoot AR app. Um, so right now we're able to, I think, scan maybe uh, 24 cards, which is pretty yeah. much a lot. All right, so this is basically the update right here. Can you see that? Yeah. Awesome. All right, so here I'm starting up the app. Uh, and in the app, you know, we, like, we scan the, uh, the mag tag. And right now it has, like, the Justice card, Ooh. Justice uh, Adafruit Tarot card. And mm -hmm. when it applies out and she tells you, uh, you know, she reads your... Uh, uh, she reached a tarot card for you, which is pretty cool. And there will be some audio coming up soon where she says, let's see. Think about your action towards others. Yeah. Not every container is static free. Very true. Words to live by. Mm-hmm. Very right. true. So we did that. And also we've added 15. Let me stop that. We've also added uh, uh, 15 themed uh, uh stickers, blanket stickers to our Adafruit A, I'm sorry, Adafruit stickers app. So now we have 86 stickers in total. So that's what I've been working on this week. Cool. All right, right on. And then Thank tonight, um, we're going to show the little uh, sticker video with the updates and more. Yes. And uh, Trevor got a shout out in the comments. Trevor rocks. Oh, Trevor, where? Yeah, look, Trevor Fan Club. Here, I always this is how, this how it begins. Trevor appears. This is how it begins. <laughs> oh, wait, that guy's name is Trevor. But he likes other Trevors. Oh, oh okay, all right, all right. It's a rule. I, I believe all Trevors like other Trevors. Yes. Very true. true. I bet two of my entire life. All right, thank you, Trevor. We'll see you next week or the week after. Trevor's working on this cool thing. Um, that, it's a STEMA Yeah, thing. STEMA working. Yeah, so it's a coming soon. Coming soon. Everyone coming will see that coming up. All right. Later, next up, Noam Pedro, hey, what you hey. got going on? Hey folks, hey. so this week we have a video that we put together that really highlights Feather. And I have a Feather here, so we're gonna cool. do this demo. Pedro, would you do the demo while I kind of queue up the words and stuff? So he's gonna cuck it up. This is, of course, the Feather M4 with the prop maker feathering. Ooh. It's got um, some, some, some lightsaber code. And what's really cool, uh, like, imagine a couple years ago when you tried to do this, right? Like, all right, so we want to add Bluetooth control. So we want to add a new feather. So with, of course, a doubler wing, you can just go ahead and take it out and put a new one in. And maybe we'll have Bluetooth functionality now. Oh my God, so, this is such a so, live demo, intense. I can't handle it. Yes, I'm shaking. So the first feather was announced on Ask Engineer on November 4th, 2015. So okay. five years of feather. That Ooh. is awesome. Okay, so, so here we go. We plugged it in. And you're wondering what the first one was? Yeah, so what was the first feather? I kind of know what it is, but. Well, I don't even know who would guess, because like I made it, so I think I know. I think you know, yeah. Phil, okay, do you want to guess? Know, maybe Phil, yeah, ask Phil. Um, I don't you remember. There. You were there. That's what you have to guess. If I think you it's do. a data logger. Okay, I think it's a data logger. 
yeah you're yeah you're pretty close yeah it it, it was the data locker oh, but okay. it was over the 32u4 basic it was which, a 32u4 basic and logger and blue fruit those were the first three they all kind of came out at the same time yes and the 32u4 came in a, a, a blue a limited edition blue which is some good trivia. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so we're, we're, we're back. Live demo. Yeah, so we're back. Uh, big shout out to Liz Clark. She uh, put some Bluetooth code together with her lightsaber code. So now we can change the colors and still have lights and sounds. Wait, let me see. Let me hit it harder. Let me hit it even harder. There you go. There you go. I got to hit it hard sometimes. There we go. Okay, All okay, right. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good feather. Sorry. Uh, so we'll hopefully have uh, the 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 dark saber project ready for next week okay cool all right all right five years of feather yeah there's now hundreds of them and then thousands of wings so um it's a success it's out there everyone's using it to open source spec format thanks for making all the best projects with it oh thanks thank you it was hard not to do a project that wasn't feather yeah that was the hardest thing it's impossible all right thanks all right next so up, brent what time is it Wait, it's time we can't hear you. You have to. Time to unmute your mic. Time to unmute your mic. Time to unmute my mic. I was going to say I didn't know what time it is, but I know what's next on my schedule. Okay, um, great. This past week, I spent some time working on like one guide, two ways. So um, we have a mag tag and we have a pie portal. Ooh, I'll leave that down. And oh. um, this is getting data from Google Calendar and it's pulling it live from my calendar. And every 15 minutes, it refreshes the events on my calendar and displays them on the mag tag or the pie portal. And then it goes to sleep. And you can put this on your fridge or something, and it will save power. But what's really interesting is if you keep updating things live, like I've been running this all day and just watching my events kind of tick off the screen. So it shows the three upcoming events on your schedule on the mag tag and that's to give room for like really long events like if you're meeting with a bunch of different people or because the pi portal screen is larger um i'll reduce hold on one second um we can display more events Ooh. on the pi portal netflix so, time yeah netflix time so you didn't even see that on that one um so this is really interesting because this is the first uh google api project we've done with circuit python and Google has a lot of APIs aside from the calendar. They have YouTube, they have Google Drive, they have Gmail. And a lot of this API functionality is currently like kind of possible. We did this uh, IFTTT mailbox a while ago with Gmail. And I want to come along and revisit it because they've actually removed the, the ability to get new messages from that service. And I want to do it purely in CircuitPython with no connector. Um, so. This is going to be useful for the future, but this is the first project that we're doing, and it works really well. It's a really good CircuitPython project. All right, well, good work. I'm, I'm psyched that we finally got OAuth 2 and Google Calendar working. Um, it was kind of the project that I was like, I wanted to do this, but I really didn't want to parse iCal files or use an intermediary service like if this, then that, because if this, then that is delayed. And also you only get so many notifications. And actually it was, I, the one time I did build a project that was basically a calendar with if this and that, I ran out of notifications because they only give you like a hundred a month or something. Um, so this is cool that you're using like the native Google Calendar API. And what's neat is that like, we can now use any Google API, um, not just this one. So, but this is a good one to start with. So good work. Yeah, thank you. The first step to this, which I didn't show, I showed on, I think last week's uh, show and tell was we also have authentication code that runs before you can even run this. 
and that code we can bring between different guides. Yeah, I love that Canvases. too. It's like you can authenticate yeah. your devices now using yeah. using mobile and QR codes. This code. is a big deal. This is, you know, MacTag's only been out a short time and this is what everyone wants. How can I show my GCAL on an e-ink display? Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what, if we just said that's all it does, everyone would want a MagTag, but they want a MagTag and we're making more, don't worry. Um, yeah, we have sign up, sign up stock. But thanks so much yeah. for putting this together, Brent. I know that was complicated, yeah, no but now you've made it easy for everybody else. Yeah, hopefully others can make more projects. I love I love our, our CircuitPython power. Yeah, all right, stuff. thanks so much, Brent. All right, thank you, Brent. Next up is Jeff. Hey, Jeff, what you got going on? And the Hello. Street yeah. So way long ago last year, um, I started work on audio out on the ESP32-S2. And uh, so the way we're doing it right now is through an I2S, um, what would you call it? Is it a DAC? An yeah, this is, a, this is a DAC. It, it gives you audio analog waveforms from I2S digital input. Yeah, so we have uh, three digital signals coming over and power and ground. And anyway, so in this demo, I've got just got four wave files on my uh, CircuitPy. And yeah, so whatever you want to do. So now with the very latest builds of CircuitPython 6.1 pre-release, you can get this, run it on. I've tested it on the Kaluga dev board, which is up here. You can't see it. And then this is a uh, Metro ESP32 S2. And uh, there are a couple of different uh, I2S DACs. This is the UDA 1334. So Yeah, we also have ones that have built-in um, amplifiers and stuff. I2S is really popular. And we learned this week also that there is a DAC. There's DMA support for the DACs. We might add that next. Although you're yeah, not going to put some, audio quality. We have some demo code to take a look at and see whether we can adapt it into CircuitPython. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. But uh, just having this, you know, feeling really solid and could just write a demo for it. Um, I was happy about that. And I hope somebody will try it out and let us know how it goes. Yeah, we just merged it. But please, if you want to do ESP32 S2 audio projects, check it out. Right now, we can only do wave playback. Um, MP3s don't work. But if, you, uh, if somebody out there wants to volunteer to take a look at MP3 uh, optimization, it, it, we think it could eventually work. We just don't know why. Yeah. It yeah, it's a little slow, uh, so we didn't we didn't enable it. You can only play like an extremely low bit rate MP3s if we did turn it on. So yeah, somebody who has the chops to optimize that um, could definitely make some people happy. Yay, ten silica! All right, thank <laughs> you, Jeff. All right, good night. See you later. All right, next up, Aaron. What you get going on this week, Aaron? Hello. Um, Hello. I've been working on a really cool light fixture for my TV room this week. Um, I'm sharing my screen here. I um, I've been playing with these Papercraft crystals, and I've done a whole light fixture um, full of them. Oh. <laughs> I just can't stop folding these things. Um, each cool. one is this tiny little paper craft thing that I've folded by hand. There's about 550 crystals in one of these uh, two foot by four foot panels, so it's just taken me months. Um, behind the picture, I have a light picture with a couple of Philips Hue bulbs in there so that I can actually change the color of the lights with, you know, and turn it up and down and that sort of thing with my phone, which is pretty fun. And then um, I also have some NeoPixel strips, of course, up there, uh, running some Arduino code so it's nice and smooth and buttery and they all get lit up from the back, so. Um, that's kind of, uh, I've been working on this project slowly, obviously, for a while. 
Um, and I just completed this one and put it up yesterday. So I'm really excited to sit under this thing and do my yoga or meditation or whatever. Yeah. This is beautiful. And I, I saw yesterday some uh, somebody was tweeting that 2021 is the year of sea uh, punk. So like mermaids and seaweeds and oceans. This is your year, Erin. And boats. <laughs> it's all cool, like 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 cool, like gothy periwinkle stuff. It's all in. So Erin, this is your year. Excellent. You shine. I'm I'm on it. I'm gonna hopefully get to You're do live in this. Steampunk had all their time. We're done with brass. It's all about seaweed now. Excellent. <laughs> and corals. Uh, more mermaid projects and some more under the sea projects. It makes me feel like I'm in a cave up above my head. Yeah. So. No, it's beautiful. I mean, it's like next yeah. year is Splunking Punk. <laughs> I've already registered the domain name. All right, beautiful work, Aaron. Everyone All right, loves thanks it. Thanks so much, Aaron. Very peaceful. All right, next up, Liz. What you got going on? That was so beautiful, though. The yeah, I know, right? Um, so uh, this is a, a kit that is put together. Um, it's by Oski Tone. Uh, they made the OK synth a couple years back, and this is their Poly 555. Um, so it's a 555 timer circuit on every single key. So you have 20 note polyphony. OK. Uh, <laughs> which you should never use, but you can get some really nice chords out of it. Well, that wasn't nice, but. I love how ridiculous this thing is. I mean, right, it's uh, uh, Tommy does such cool stuff, and he did. It's all open source and everything, and you three D print the case. Um, I love the ergonomics of the keyboard, um, but I just wanted to kind of shout him out. Um, and this was a really fun build. That looks awesome, and I, I love the. It's it's got a little bit of that like um, old school like uh, mellophone. Yeah, like, like the, whatever those melatones like really old like 70s amplifier but also like a cute little synthesizer so it's got it's got the best of both worlds yeah and i i printed it in um metro uh in like a lilac filament yeah no it's beautiful i love the lilac thank you matches my sweatshirt today it's, it's very coral punk whatever yes coral punk. <laughs> i dig it <laughs> all right nice work liz uh thank thanks for coming by with that right. sweet synth thank you so much liz have a good one all right, next up we're gonna to go to Dan and then we'll go to Mark. Hey Dan, what you got going on? Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, I, I guess this is the week of uh, e-ink because I've been playing with a little e-ink gadget also. So this is- uh, It is in fact National e-ink week. Not a lot of people yeah. know that. Yes. So this is called the Watchy and uh, it's a newly released little indie electronics project from I got from Tindy from a, a little indie company called uh, SQFMI. Oh yeah, I saw this, this is cool. Yeah, it's a very- cute little like gadget, like nice and simple kind of smartwatch dev kit. And it's basically an ESP32 on the back and a little LiPo and charger, a micro USB port. Uh, there's a little vibration motor on there, accelerometer and a couple buttons. And, and that's about it. It's very simple and sweet and simple and, uh, and easy. It's very much like made to be a hacker open source device. I plugged it in uh, within 20 minutes of getting it. I was up and writing a hello world in, in Arduino. Um, and it's great, you know, you have a little micro USB on the side. So this is the, uh, yeah, it's nice and thin. It's still, you know, it's a little big for a, for a watch, but it's not bad. Uh, the biggest problem, it doesn't come with a case. So I'm going to have to figure out a case because mm -hmm. having a lipo just dangling on my wrist is probably not ideal. Uh, yeah. um, but this is oh, the, uh, yeah. this is the, the watch face I wrote for it. And it's, uh, officially the first community made watchy watch face. And, um, so they use GX EPD, which is, a uh, ePaper library that uses the same Adafruit GFX uh, 
API. And so I have basically kind of a, a randomized star field in the back that slowly like rotates uh, every minute over the hours. Um, so yeah, nothing, nothing too complicated, just a, a nice hacking on a, a new gadget. And uh, these are very fun to play with. So I highly recommend picking one up if you want to play awesome. with it. They're, they're, right they are not, they're not they smartwatches yet, but they have the hardware to be smartwatches someday. So I would sure. love to see the community move that forward. Yeah, Apple did an excellent job making a sealed, you know, thing on your wrist. And that real estate is very valuable. And if you like to build things, that's not really the platform, you know, to just do fun, small little apps. It's like kind of a big deal. And like, let me let me install the tool chain where this uh, the type yeah. of watches that we like to do. And we'll probably have a CircuitPython one out one day where you can just like instantly kind of just like mess around with ideas and like, you know, it's no big deal. You're not going to ruin your $1,000 yeah <laughs> exactly like yeah. this was 40 bucks and this watch face was 100 lines of code and i got it working in an evening yeah. and, you know that's a great small project to, to tackle so, so yeah. Yeah. yeah okay we'll keep us posted with it dan and keep coming back and as we um come up with our we're gonna have a circuit python watch eventually we'll uh awesome. we'll find you or you find us we'll get you awesome. on the, we'll get you on the early beta for that yeah i'll make a a cave theme one for that spelunk punk aesthetic you were talking See? about yeah, yeah, yeah we can work back from that spelunk punk sounds awesome spelunk 2022 <laughs> spelunk punk. yeah all right, like a lot it. of like lanterns that's right yeah, yeah. and like and lanterns yeah yeah goonies they, they the want goonies, yeah, yeah, gold coins yeah gold coins cool. love it mine carts yeah yeah, yeah like like a like maps, yeah. Like all like wrinkly yeah. maps, and like X marks the treasure. Yeah, map. and like Indiana Jones kind of in that too. And it's all yeah, working yeah, out. It's yeah. all working out. Snakes. Gonna I'm into it. Boulders. I'm into it. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Dan. Right, thanks, y'all. Bye. All right, we're gonna go to Mark, and then Dana just came by. So maybe if we could split in a couple minutes each, we can get to the two people. Mark, you wanna sure. take um, it away? Lost my screen. So I was working on a project which I didn't get finished to show, but something came in the mail that I've been waiting to talk about. Uh, I got a copy of Circuit Seller Magazine, Yay. January issue. And I'm gonna see if this comes. The first article in the features section, building a solar power weather station. Yay! Yay! Good work. So yeah, uh, actually seeing my article in print is absolutely yes. amazing. That is and cool. And because yeah. it's a circuit seller, it's part of the Spelunk Punk, because sellers, you can Spelunk in them. <laughs> that, um, if you true. remember, send me a note, ptdatafruit.com, and I'll um, do a post that your project, which uses Adafruit.io, is in the latest issue. Yeah, for sure. I've been, yeah, I was sort of waiting on letting anyone know about it until, until like, I actually am holding the magazine. I'm like, yes, it actually happened. Yeah, that, that's happened a little more a bunch of times. They're like, no, it's going to be in the next issue, and, like, something doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I wrote this during the summer when I first posted it, and yeah, I've just been waiting and waiting. But uh, yeah, congrats! It's been a great end to the day today. Yeah, Yay. it's always nice to see something in print that you worked on. I know it's like it's print and like you know whatever print you know you can just put it on a website, but it, I think it matters. There's something different about it, yeah. and uh, my brother has actually written a book before, so now at least I'm a little bit closer to him. There you go. Like, having something published so sibling race yeah okay, okay. All, all right, right. thanks so much Mark. Thanks dan and why don't you play us out take two minutes hey dan i actually may not even take that long my uh oh so lovely and reliable computer is being typical um do you want to come do you want to come back next week we can show off your cat oh yeah <laughs> we, we demand to see the cat cat 
Oh, wait, there's really? a dog. <laughs> All right. Oh, I like how the dog loves it and the cat's like, let me go. <laughs> we got a twofer. We, we wanted to see a cat and we got a dog. Happy New Year, Danny. I'm sure your project was fine, but uh, but that was really cute. All right. Well, thank you so much, Danny. I think a great start to the year. Yeah. See you guys All next right. week. Yeah, come thank by next you. week. It's great to see Bye. you. Happy New Year, family. All right, everybody, that's our show and tell for the week. Thanks so much for coming by here and spending your half an hour with us every single week or when you can. Um, we're here 7.30 p.m. Eastern time every single Wednesday, no matter what, as you all seen, every Wednesday, something's been happening. Um, but we're going to be around, and we're going to be doing Ask an Engineer in just a minute, and that's always on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. We will see you soon. Set your GCAL e-ink display by it. You can do that. See you in two minutes. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.